The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. And I'm gonna keep on loving you Cause it's the only thing I wanna do Turns out, everyone does sound better in the shower. And it turns out, The General is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years. For a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage, make the right call and go with the General. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc. Insurance Agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Hey there. Oh there. Hi there. This is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo. Oh boy, you are well. I am doing well. It is uh, getting into mid-October. We are still in the uh, here in the Keys. We are still around 90 degrees and humid. We had a cold front come in last night. A cold front. You know, a little storm came in. Uh, we have uh, a little rain. Oh, we quite a downpour actually and the temperature dropped down two degrees a little cooler and that's what they call a cold front around here and instead of uh, 91 it is 89 so that's what we're dealing with here I know a lot of other people are dealing with other things a little cooler weather a little uh, fall weather I'm just trying to stop let me stop this music right now okay I guess your regular listeners, you're used to that. And uh, about my travails, travails or my hardships with sound, I'm trying my best. I am trying my best. So here we are in Key Largo. Uh, it was a pseudo three-day weekend. The um, Columbus, I, I had a discussion with someone, it's Columbus Day weekend, I'm going to piss off a... Um, Italian Americans and maybe people, but I, I, you know, when it comes to continents, I think it's kind of discovering something, unless, you know, something you wouldn't have discovered. It was already discovered because people were here already, but it was discovered by the European culture or Spanish culture or Italian, um, uh, Italian explorer culture, whatever you want to call it. That's, they may have put it on a map, but there were people here already. So uh, I can understand if I was uh, a Native American how I really wouldn't want to celebrate uh, Columbus Day and have that put in my face. Uh, I just, you know, it's just it's not a big deal if you think about it. They someone asked someone asked me the other day they were fishing for. I'm going to tell you what they said. They said, Jim, well, who do you think discovered America? And they were expecting me to give the old, um, well, I think they're pretty, they were asking around Columbus Day, so they probably were looking for a different answer, knowing that I'm not one for the easy answer. And they'd expect me to say some Vikings, um, maybe some Irish monk, St. Brendan or something like that. But uh, I said it was... Uh, a bunch of people, Asian hunters, or people that lived in Asia, who made it across the land bridge, and then populated uh, North, South, and Central America. That 
Discover America and it worked their way all the way down. So uh, they were taken aback by that. They wanted, they were waiting for it. They wanted to hear the uh, the Viking one, which hey, very well they might have got could have gotten here uh, before. And I understand that's a thing, you know. I'm just suggesting that uh, you know there's more ways to look at it. And it was a three day weekend. We'll get back to the point of the conversation. It was a three day weekend, and it's a holiday. It's kind of disappearing. It never really got too exciting because what could you do? On Columbus Day. Let's say you wipe out all that. Let's say Columbus arrived and there was nobody here. And he didn't bring any slaves. And he didn't, you know, he didn't corrupt a culture. Or when I say corrupt a culture, enslave a culture. Then, yeah, you know, what, what, what could you do after that? I mean, what, it's an explorer found something. How do you celebrate that day? They don't do that for Darwin with evolution they do that with uh sometimes religion you know because uh the the enunciation i think that's a i'm hey here i am a catholic kid and i'm trying to um explain enunciation the enunciation i think it was a holiday when um mary's told that she's going to be pregnant it's not going to be by joseph but it's going to be from god uh and yeah yeah i know Sounds kind of nutty, doesn't it? Well, I don't want to piss off. Wait, I'm going to... I meant to say hello to some people. And then a little later on in the show, I want to say hello to some of the the, uh, countries that listen and the different places. And I do appreciate them uh, very much. But I have a friend. I have these regulars that come in. They're from uh, Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale area. uh, Karen and Scott. And they've been coming in to see me since I worked at this other restaurant, a fine restaurant, the Encore. Now I work at the Catch Restaurant and Bar, another fine restaurant in Key Largo. And they came in regularly, and we're talking to, we're talking. And uh, Scott mentions that his sister Denise in Ohio listens to the show, and this is Scott's sister. And he, I want to say thank you for listening, um, Denise. And she, he says uh, he listens at work. I, I mean, what kind of work, what kind of drudgery kind of work do you have, Denise, that you have to listen to me, the shit I have to say? But uh, I apologize for anything like that. And uh, Scott asked uh, to ask about your twin grandchildren. So, boy, I can tell I'm getting to be a, it's an old, uh, old fucking show, old fucking man, uh, when uh, I'm asking one of the listeners about their grandchildren. But we do have, I mean, there are got to be some fucking young people listen to it because uh, we have um, you know even though let's say on one of my statistical readings here the demographic readings uh, for geolocation 85% of my listeners are in the United States and among them I'd say 40 40% are in Florida and 60% in the rest of but there, uh, there we have, uh, I mean, it varies, depends on where to listen from. We have Chicago, we have Washington, D.C. now, Washington, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. That's interesting. Uh, uh, currently, we have either more shows being downloaded to Washington, Virginia, and then, uh, then more than shows being downloaded in Washington, D.C., but I appreciate both of them. Atlanta, Georgia, uh, Chicago, Illinois. 
Bay Village, Ohio. I wonder if that's where you're from, Denise. Bay Village, Ohio. And that uh, could show up there. And the Russian Federation. Let's talk about some of the... Uh, the Russian Federation shows up a lot. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's not one place. And there's a big download. So there's a couple... That means there's a couple different places where they're downloading. Um, I, want, I hope it's not the... Uh, well, it doesn't really matter. We're in the United States. But uh, I hope you're not bothering any listeners over there. Let's look at some of the custom data. I'm going to look at some of the data so I can ha- say hello to particular people. Um, let's see. I'll do the last week and a half. So we had about 500 downloads in the Russian Federation, um, 300 in India, 200 in Australia, another 150 in United Kingdom, and then we had rounded out by Poland, Sweden, and Germany. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, I appreciate the listeners there, and and you know we have Willow Grove, Pennsylvania. I just imagine that's some fraternity brothers of mine. Uh, Sydney, Australia. Uh, good day, mate. Um, that's horrible. I'm sorry. Michigan. We have Michigan. Uh, Basildon. Basildon. I think Basildon is perhaps one of the owner's sisters. Uh, one of the owner. The owner's sister lives in uh, of the catch. Sister lives in uh, Basildon, perhaps Claremont, Florida, and other. And they just don't tell you what the other is. But they, I do appreciate all of you that listen. Uh, I try to give you a detail of what it's like here in Key Largo. I get up, uh, I'll tell you, uh, a little excitement yesterday. I'll give you an idea what some of the small things are keys. And I've ran across this a couple times. But I worked yesterday. When I came home last night, I have this little decorative lights outside my house. Um, got like a laser light show shining on the tropical trees. And it's, it's nice. But... When I come home around 10 o'clock or a little earlier than that during the week, 10 o'clock at night, I find at the front of my door a keist. It looks to be about a nine-inch long centipede, and it's not moving. So I'm assuming it's dead. So uh, I come in through the door, and my wife and daughter tell me of this harrowing tale of the centipede trying to get into the house. Um, and it, and I, I'm going to post a picture of it. I have my foot there and I'm wear a size, I wear a size 12 shoe. So you'll be able to probably garner from the picture when I show it because I needed to show perspective, right? I didn't have, I don't want to walk out with a, uh, I guess I could have just grabbed a, uh, a ruler, but Hey, with the shoe on, it's my my foot's about 13, 13 and a half inches. So you can surmise that around nine inches by it being a little more than half. And that is a big ass centipede. That is big. We're not used to those up north, but they're big down here. And we got big, the big ass uh, palmetto bugs, which is our version of cockroaches, which are a lot easier to kill than the little ones. So. People get all freaked out when they see flying cockroaches. Well, I see flying cockroaches. I don't get skeeved out as much as I do with the little ones. The big one, the big ones aren't getting away from me. The small ones, 
they can get away every so often. But there's and there's always a shit more than that. The big ones just don't seem to. I don't know why I'm talking cockroaches now. Well, I'm talking about the flora and the fauna. So we have wood rats in Key Largo. They are bigger than regular rats and they're cuter. They're cuter. They have ears that stick straight up. They're um, a different. They're different from the Norwegian rat or the black rat. You know, like the plague rats. And from one of the articles I read, uh, and I've seen a bunch of these rats. They're, they're big. They they look like a small raccoon or small a smaller raccoon or a smaller uh, possum. And yes, we do have a lot of possums down here and raccoons. And the possums are so funny. They come out. They're so, you see them, uh, they're just more, less shy, I guess, more outgoing. Is that a thing? Maybe not. But we've seen a story, I've seen a recent story about a guy went in the mountains being followed by a puma and he's kind of freaking out. Um, but the uh, the puma doesn't understand when it's saying something to you. But that is probably something we could talk about on another show because I was listening to uh, a new uh, device. It's to have people communicate with their dogs and they use a keyboard or some kind of device that's similar to a keyboard. I'll find out a little more. We'll talk about that. But uh, we've had these, uh, I don't know if we call it discussion because it's only on my side. You don't have a chance to say anything. You do have a chance to say something if you listen to live. There's a, a phone number which you can call. And uh, I don't know if you'd be able to, maybe you'd be able to talk to even right now. Let me see. Oh, uh, that was, okay. That brings up my phone. Okay, let me close that. We're still recording. That is good. Let me look at that phone number. So write this down. Even if you don't call today, it's the phone number is 407-392-4563. And that's uh, phone number is 407-392-4563. So what, uh, we were talking about anthropomorphizing animals before. I know I do jump around a lot of my tactic. I try to do it. But uh, in uh, in Florida, and just like any other place, I, I guess, you're just, I guess where I'm from in Philadelphia, you have to worry about stray dogs. Maybe a rat, uh, a cat, maybe. Who knows? You know, you got and you know you got bear. When you go out in the country, you have bears. I don't know if there's a a lot of bears uh, near, but I know I know in uh, yeah central Pennsylvania there's bears and things like that. But down here, Jesus, it's nothing like you're you're living in a neighborhood and all something like that. And people have a you know they have. Uh, we have American crocodiles. Now, we had this discussion before. People say, Jim, uh, crocodiles are in Africa and South America. But, uh, yes, there is an American crocodile. And there is a Nile crocodile, too. Nile crocodile is very, uh, I think it's very aggressive, if I understand correctly. And the crocodile is a bit heavy. And crocodiles are mainly uh, brackish in salt water where alligators are freshwater. So you, there's a lot of alligators up in the Everglades and down here in the Keys, 
we have crocodiles. It's funny. I heard stories of. <coughs> pardon me for coughing. <coughs> I heard stories of uh, real estate agents taking people on a tour of a property, and then people were asking questions about crocodiles. About crocodiles. Why, why are you worrying about crocodiles? No, crocodiles do come into the canal. They stay closely to mangroves. That's where, you know, they do a lot of their eating and stuff like that. Um, but the the real estate agents say, oh, there's no crocodiles down here. That's not true. There's crocodiles all over here. The crocodiles have been down here for thousands and thousands of years. Um, and why would you worry about a crocodile? Because, you know, the uh, sharks, sharks have actually the... Um, the scorecard is weighing heavily towards the sharks currently. Now, uh, that doesn't count all the horrible things that's happened to the shark population with people finning sharks and hunting them down and stuff like that. But recently, there were several attacks, especially in our area. One in the Keys, another uh, up, uh, here in South Florida. So we have those. We have uh, the uh, panther, the Florida panther. You don't hear about too many attacks like that. We got the Burmese python, is a uh, invasive species, and the Bofu toad, a very interesting toad that was introduced to the sugarcane fields on the mainland back in the fifties and sixties. But they introduced the wrong type of frog or toad. They were intending to put a uh, frog or toad that ate. The pests that attacked the sugar cane fields, um, and they may have done it, but what they did is they put in a, a species that had a neurotoxin that emits from it, the Bofu toad, which down here they called up here they call the cane toad. It's from Central America, and it's poisonous to humans and their animals. So, um, especially after the rainy season stuff like that, we start seeing more and more of the cane toads, and they're the size, um, you know, after. An adult is about the size of a Cornish game game hen. You know, big. It's a big toad, the size of a big bullfrog. Uh, so I haven't licked any of those yet to see if it has it has a neurotoxin. So it's supposed to. It's not supposed to give you a uh, hallucination. It's supposed to, you know, paralyze you and kill you. So it, and I think it attacks your cardio system. So we had. Uh, I came home to the eight nine inch centipede that was trying to make a way in the house, and it's always one of those things that people, um, you know, when it comes to a centipede and stuff like that, I would have just picked it up and threw it in the woods or something like that. And there's some of these centipedes. I'm not, and I'm going to post the picture of it. I um, I didn't have time. I didn't want to waste my time. Um, just you know, spending twenty minutes uploading a photo and things like that but once i have the episode in the in the box this is the live episode in the box all i have to do is post a picture and you get to see that in my lovely shoe which i took when i came out this morning take a picture of it and uh it's a shame i would i would have kept that uh guy alive probably every so often i see things that are uh, you see animals or insects that look Unusual, and it turns people say that's not that unusual. There was, uh, was it uh, 10 years ago or 12 years ago? I'm working at an outside bar on Cross Key, which is directly north 
towards the mainland from Key Largo at a place called Gilbert's. has a mailing address. Gilbert's has a mailing address in Key Largo, but it's actually on Cross Key, which is a separate key on a separate side of a bridge and it's separated by a body of water, which, which is called Jewfish Creek. And one night while I'm working, these things that looked like a longer-legged lightning bugs with similar coloring on them would just land on you. And once you discovered they're not lightning bugs, I'm like started smacking them because, you know, who wants to have things landed on them and stuff like that? And don't you know the next day, I had skin peeling from the areas where I had smacked the... I'm looking at my arm. Oh, I have an unknown caller coming in right now. Which, unfortunately, I'm not going to answer right now because it's on the show. I mean, the, the phone call, the phone number I gave, gave you was not my personal number. We'll just hope that they leave a message here. Hope it's not the, if it's not the wife, too. So, the next day after I, where the areas where I hit the bug and they left their residue of bodily fluids, the bodily fluid is kind of acidic. And what it does is it eats through a couple layers of, um, of uh, skin. And it, it's like a blister. It started blistering. And where I hit it, I hit it on the crux of my inside of my arm, where it, you know, on the forearm. And I looked horrible, like I was an IV drug abuser with that. And I had that for like a, a week or so. But I found out, I forgot what they called them, Blister bugs. Yeah, blister bugs, pretty much what they're, what they do. Blister bugs. I mean, that's the simplest, you know, the simplest explanation for something like that. And say, what is, what are blister bugs? Yeah, they give you blisters when you smack them. And say, you don't smack them. And they only came out like once or twice. And I think they call, they look similar to love bugs. But, uh, yeah, that's one of those things. And that's what the centipede here, unique Insects that you're not used to seeing. A centipede, a scorpion, scor- scorpions. It's not like a, seeing a scorpion for the first time. Or fire ants. Fire ants, these little suckers. I mean, I've gotten stung by a hornet. I got stuck by, stung by like what it would seem to be at the time. I got real sick. I got like 15 or 20 uh, wasp stings on my belly when I hit a nest. And but the the fire ants they they I it's just one of those things you used to it's just it's horrible horrible things and you think why why the evolution do this to us like the bofu toad the bofu toad is not aggressive or anything like that you're just not supposed to eat it it doesn't sting you it doesn't bite you it doesn't do anything but if you put it in your mouth which luckily people don't do that but sometimes they may pick it up and touch them their mouth, but they, that's what happens to dogs. Dogs take them and they put them in their mouth. Um, so blister bugs. Yeah, it's like, oh, what a horrible thing. You can kill me. It's like uh, Alien. If you've seen the movie Alien, the, what what do they call the exo alien or the something morph, exomorph. Whatever the alien is, when you kill it, when you shoot it, when you get into its inside, its bodily fluid is acidic. 
What a stupid ass defense that is. A post defense. Your defense should be more proactive. Not like, hey, if you shoot me, I burn up and I can burn your house. You can't even shoot me in the house. You got to shoot me outside. It's like, yeah, you just, oh, well. You do. If, if something develops a defense where there's body fluid turns to acid, if they were an intelligent creature, creature they'd realize and say, oh, wow, they're just going to shoot us before we get close to them. We can't have them if they can. Or in, in the case of aliens, they'd sneak around and come at you quick. And they, But it's a, a weird additional scent, uh, uh, defense when you're that aggressive. When you could just take your tail and ram it through somebody's body, up their anus, through their mouth, and all that stuff. That long pointed tail, and then rip them apart. Just, it's it's a stupid evolutionary thing to have. Or maybe it's not evolutionary, that's just the way the blood, I understand there's people out there. But yeah, if, you're, if your blood's acidic, you know. You're, it's it's For an alien, it's overkill. Now, for the blister bug, a short-lived thing that probably is, you know, is out there for one week. And then if it gets you know caught, they're going to cause you a little blood. I guess that's like a, a what would you call it, a group evolutionary trait. Meaning, oh, well, they get everything not to... Well, why would that blister on humans? I mean, it, on animals, if it's landing on... It have to be a bare skin animal because a blister bug goes on your skin and starts eating through it. Okay, I'm think, I'm definitely thinking through this entirely too much, but yes, we do have to. We uh, like a lot of places we have the snakes too. You always see we always see snakes around here. That's interesting. I had a snake one morning to uh, start traipsing his way through my apartment, or for, um, I was getting up early to go to the gym. And I had a cup of coffee. I had a bag of trash, my keys, and my, uh, I think I had a cell phone. I was talking to my sister at the time. And I'm walking out the door, and this uh, racer snake, a black snake, comes right into the door. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I'm holding the coffee. I can't throw the coffee. I don't want to throw the coffee on the ground because it's coffee. I have a trash bag, and I don't want to throw it on the ground because it's garbage. And I have my phone. So I'm taking the trash bag, and I'm hurting the snake back out while I'm talking to my sister when I just should have taken thrown the phone on my bed and uh, taking care of it but and a lot of the things even though they're exotic they are harmless I mean you have like the possum down here the possum people say it's a possums are I think they're immune to rabies and they eat tons and tons of insects and stuff like that that are harmful um we have, uh, and then we have some rather unique birds. That's it. We got the alligators, the thing. You got the, you know, sharks, which you have sharks all over. You can have them up in Jersey and stuff like that. But, and the crabs. That's interesting. When it's just after it's rained, or right before it rained, uh, land crabs come out. And they just start scurrying about. They're very skittish. It's what a nervous, I thought the other, you know, the, the possums and raccoons 
and birds were nervous creatures. Boy, crabs are nervous. They're shifty and nervous. No wonder I can't, if a crab was a uh, person, it'd be like there would be just dancing sideways every time you see them. They were never back. They don't back up. They just move to the side. They're just feeling you out. It's like every time you're looking at um, one of these land crabs, they're just like, won't leave you alone. They just stare at you, even though you're doing your own thing. You know, they're just waiting. They're just waiting to see. They're always on alert. And uh, maybe it's because, you know, every so often the city may think I may taste good. So I better watch out for him. So if you do come out here, just watch out for him. And there's other things out there. I heard people talk about chiggers. You ever hear chiggers? They're not down here. They're up in North Carolina. They're in the woods or something like that. And they, they burrow into your skin. Ugh. Nasty things. Ugh. I hate anything that digs into your skin and stuff like that. The lice, the thing, you know, you can have things that climb on it. You can eat you if you want, you know, sting you or eat you. But digging inside you, worms, parasites, mm, forget about it. Um, I guess we have those things too, probably in the ponds and shitload of stuff like that. We are now, this is, uh, this is, uh, I guess I have to take note of this. It is episode 333. Um, 333. It is a magic number, isn't it? 333. I always thought it was a big deal that we get to episode 100 now, you know. And then when I got to 200 and I realized that episode 300 is not much deal. I don't have any more sponsors I had before. I'm not even in in that much of a hurry to have sponsors. I just want to consistently turn out good audio. And I always thought that in the pursuit of good audio, that content would follow. That it would have the content and be able to mull over requests and get people to come in and get people to uh, call in and do things like that. So uh, this on my Notable, and it says more notable than 300, I think, uh, 333rd show. I'd like to send out a message to people that if you are thinking of doing a podcast, do it. Uh, don't model it after someone else's. Just go and do, have your idea of what you want to do. Don't worry if someone says you, uh, there's someone that does it already because no one's going to do it like you. I don't, and if someone says you sound just like so-and-so, make sure you don't listen to that show or get ideas from it. No insult to that show. You want to develop without any influence from the outside. I listen to shows like uh, Radio Lab, Ted, Ted Radio Hour, um, This American Life, Historium, Mind Valley, things like that. I love some of the, you know, I like some of the true crime, true crime ones, the horror ones are pretty, uh, but I stay away from comedy, and fuck, I know I'm not, I'm not as funny as those other guys and stuff like that, but I'm not trying as hard either. I, I just want to 
do is honest I can I'm sorry for hitting that plastic thing I am at uh, my 30 minute mark and I did say thank you to the listeners and uh, uh, once again thank you to Denise in Ohio Scott's sister Scott Carrie maybe Scott will listen someday he always says that oh this would be a good topic you know I don't know I, I always thought that maybe who, who knows there there is because it's such a, we, we just have a huge population in the United States, over 330 million people. And in my demographic, all I need to have is maybe 20 million people that are somewhat interested in the things I talk about. And then have, inside that 20 million, have them people that are adept at trying to listen to podcasts. So I was telling someone last night that I had a one of our regulars on the show, who I'd ask, well, how often do you listen to shows? He goes, well, I don't really know how to get the podcast. I don't know how to get a podcast. And I said, well, at this point, you were doing the show almost a year. And are you telling me you haven't listened to yourself once to the podcast? I think that is the def- definition of someone who's not self-aware. Now, some people don't care what they think. Other people think of them. And I, obviously, I don't worry about it because I don't get a lot. I have, supposedly, there's 90 reviews of the show and stuff like that. It's doing pretty good because it's, I think it's around 4.9. Uh, but I don't live and die by reviews. Uh, I don't ask people what they think about it right now. I just go and do what I need to do. So that's the secret. Just go and do what you're going to do. Have your idea what you are going to have. Seek out a platform to be comfortable with. I just, I, I, I knew my dangers was uh, how I would not do things in the past. How I didn't do things in the past was by over-investigating and doing this and doing that. Right now, I'm doing that with a car. I'm over-investigating. But I've been nailing, I've been really narrowing it down. I stu- still want a bolt. I know. Why are you going for a Bolt? Why are you going, you know? Isn't that second class? Can you go for a Tesla? And he said, well, I want to go for something I can uh, lease and not pay a lot of money and get an idea whether I like electric cars or not. And I'll have two years for it. Yeah, I won't have anything at the end of the lease and stuff like that, but I also won't have a lot of bills and things like that. I want to make the move. When I make the move into, the, I want to be, and when I make the move to buy a car. I just want to um, be sure that I really want to have it because I'm one of the persons that keep it. I keep the car until almost, you know, until it's close to done. And right now it seems like they're the ones, you know, if they can, if they can go over a hundred thousand miles and stuff like that, that's pretty much as long as I keep a car, maybe even more, 150,000 miles. Uh, we'll talk about that more. We'll talk about uh, car selections whether personality has to do anything, I got to write down in the notes. Personality has anything to do with your car selection. Does personality have anything? Personality and car selections. What do you think? Um, I mean, it, I think your personality has a lot to do with almost anything you do toward a day. Uh, any life's choices, whether you pick a mate, your career, what you do as a pastime, um, how you interact with your friends. What kind of French have? Even what kind of French have? So, they say you're an amalgam of the five people you spend the most time around. 
So right now it's my wife, my daughter, and my dog, and a couple friends. And you, listener, even though I don't really hear from you all the time, I really would like to hear from you. Uh, my email is jim at keysbartender.com. That's jim at keysbartender.com. Please send me an email to know that you are listening. I know you are listening. I have some people listening. And I just want to find out what, you, what you're thinking. It doesn't even have to be what you're thinking about the show. Um, and make sure, well, I'm assuming if you send me an email, you want it shared. Unless you don't want me to share something, you just make sure you put that in the text. I'm really good at that. I do honor that. I do not tell every story that I hear in a bar because I consider privilege, it's privileged communication. And everything that someone tells me, I don't tell. I have people tell me secrets all the time, and I, I don't reveal, uh, reveal them. Even it, I think even secrecy um, survives death. There you go. There's the thing. When it comes to some, when certain secrets and things, and someone re, uh, reveals to you, it. Um, survives death. Now, obviously, there's some things that people tell you that they may be thinking of harming themselves and, or someone else that, um, yes, that's a uh, time you have to do something, but there are other, other things that people, when they're confiding in you, that it's most important that you do that. And I have uh, people in my family and I have friends and acquaintances that do that. And uh, if you'd like to confide in me, I would do that. I would probably answer your questions as the most indiscreet way I can by not mentioning your name. But you got to, um, what I'll do is if you do send a text and you send an email, I will, or call me with that number I, I gave you. I should re, I should memorize it. I really should memorize it. And I'm going to put it at the end. But remember, if you want to send me um, an email, the phone number is, uh, wait. You want to send me an email, don't send it to the phone number, right? Well, you can email an email to a cell number. But my Skype number during the show is 407-392-4563. Now, if you wanted to leave a message on the show phone number, this is rather convoluted, isn't it? The Keys Bartender, the phone number is 305-680-0879. And that you can call anytime and leave a message. The number I gave you, the 407-392-4563, is for the podcast and when we're live. So I told you all the things. You have the, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, we have the phone number I told you. You can go to the website, www.keysbartender.com. You can get all the information on the show. Send us a text. Uh, send us an email and they, once again the email is jim at keysbartender.com I'd like to thank you for listening from whatever country you're from uh, I'd like to have some of our friends from the Russian Federation call us maybe from Sweden I'm, I guess Sweden maybe my friend Steve and the people that he knows there and uh, I know Sweden is going through some harsh shit because you got all the idiots over here in the United States um Talk about, well, Sweden didn't do anything during COVID-19, and they're doing all right. Um, 
you know, just, you know, it's just like you, you did something that, that you wanted to try and now you have people citing you as a source of confirmation. Your confirmational bias for our conservative. This is Abby. Oh, I'm going to be calling up. This is Jim the Keys bartender signing off. The wife's calling. Talk to you later.